Frank, I said no, Hasselhoff, for the intro. Welcome, peasants, to the first episode of the Frank and Stompy Show. I'm your host with the most, Stompy. Sitting across from me is my co-host and brother, Frank. Say hi, Frank. Hi, Frank. No, Frank. Say hi to the listeners. Oh, right. A good half to you. What was that? My signature greeting for the show. Oh, dear Lord. Let's get started. We unfortunately don't have as long to give our review on three movies because Sludge is only allowing us a fraction of the time that they get. Seems a little screwed up to me, but hey, whatever. We have two classic monster movies from the legendary Ray Harryhausen, 20 Million Miles to Earth, and The Beast from 20,000 Fathom. Oh, I love Ray Harryhausen. It's Ray Harryhausen. That's what I said. Okay, we also have a trash pile of a movie that Sludge picked called The Monster, winner of the most unique title. That's funny. Wait, won an award? No, Frank, it's called Sarcasm. Oh. Okay, so for all you peasants listening here on the Stompy and Frank show, we're going to give you our better reviews of the movies picked on the monster movie Stomp Down for the Month. This way, you get a more accurate and honest review than what Sludge shoves down your pie holes. We won't force you to endure the trailers again, so let's jump right into it. I like jumping. (sighs) First up is an action-packed, stop-motion, sci-fi classic, 20 Million Miles to Earth. Released in 1957, this Ray Harryhausen and Charles Sneer collaboration starred the brick wall of acting, William Hopper, and the smoking hot Joan Taylor. Yes, she's pretty. And the amazing Frank Bugala. The story is meat and potatoes. A team of astronauts crash land on the comeback trip from Venus and have a little stowaway that becomes a colossal problem. Wait a minute, didn't Marvel do... Never mind. The creature called the Ymir grows to immense size because of our atmosphere. It runs around trashing everything, kills an elephant, all before finally being taken down by William Hooper and the military at the Great Colosseum in Rome. That was a great scene. So here's my expert opinion. While we are faced to endure the stone acting of William Hooper... Joan Taylor and Frank Pugula do an amazing job as they always do on screen. Let's cut the bullcrap, though. You aren't here for the humans. You're here for the spectacle created by Ray Harryhausen, the Ymir. What's a Ymir? It's the monster in this movie. Jeez, Frank, please tell me you watched this movie. Of course. I borrowed the colorized version from Sludge. I didn't know he had the colorized... Okay, so the Ymir... Ray Harryhausen truly outdid himself with this creation. No one in stomp motion ever managed to capture emotion on their creature like Ray. There are moments this creature shows fear 
excitement, anger, pain, the works. A truly stunning visual experience that can't be missed. The Ymir coming to on the table before escaping and battling the elephant are two of the best scenes in classic science fiction. That's a fact, Jack. Minus Hooper, I have no complaints on this film. If you haven't seen it, then you suck. Frank, what did you think? It was such a sad movie. It made me cry. What? That poor creature was taken from his home and flown 20 million miles away. Only to be killed. It's tragic. Okay. Was there anything you liked about it that didn't make you cry? Oh, yes. The little boy, Pepe, got to get his cowboy hat. That was great. Plus, the creature looked real. The creature effects were stunning. The best of stop-motion animation. Okay, next up is another Ray Harryhausen classic, The Beast from 20,000 Fathoms. Did you know, Frank, that this movie helped inspire the original Godzilla movie? Wow, that's cool. Yeah, I know. The Beast came out in 1953 and was directed by Eugene Lurie, a man that is no stranger to giant monster movies. Eugene would also direct The Giant Behemoth and Gorgo. Oh, I love Gorgo. I laugh when it's irregular. <sighs> the Beast was based off the Ray Bradbury short story, The Foghorn, not to be confused with Leghorn, but with a nuclear spin. A nuclear bomb test in the Arctic frees and awakens a prehistoric dinosaur known as the Retosaur. Paul Christian stars as the main character, Tom Nesbitt, who first sees the creature. Wait a minute, wasn't he one of the monkeys? I, I don't know. Paul goes to Dr. Thurgood Elson, played by the great Cecil Kellaway, to find the creature. It doesn't take long, and the creature arrives, sadly killing Dr. Elson before wreaking havoc on New York City. Even the creature's blood is deadly as it spills onto the streets and poisoned civilians due to its radioactivity. Oh, that's a good one. It's up to Tom Nesbitt and Colonel Jack Evans, played by another great Kenneth Toby, to take the creature down. The amazing climactic battle takes place at the Coney Island Amusement Park, and the beast is finally killed with a rocket filled with a radioactive isotope. Kind of like those Nathan hot dogs they eat there, probably. Frank, you take this one on first. Okay, Stompy. This movie was great. I thought all the actors were great, especially the guy who played the doctor who was killed by the beast. What was his name? Cecil Killaway. Right. Cecil Elway was great. The beast was really scary. When he is walking through the streets and people are running, I started running. I, I ran all the way to the 7-Eleven. Wait, what? You ran to the 7-Eleven? Why? Well, I don't remember why I started running at first, but when I got there, I saw the slushy machine and thought, that, that would be delicious. Did you go back and finish the movie? Yes, when I got back, I saw the end of the movie. The really tall guy who dressed like Elf's dad came back and told him he loved him. It was such a weird ending, but I liked it. Frank, that was the ending to Elf. Okay, so I think this movie is okay, but doesn't compare to the giant behemoth. 
That movie was far superior, and the only reason to really watch The Beast from 20,000 Fathoms is for Cecil Kellaway, who they freaking killed, and Kenneth Toby, who was underused. Sure, The Beast looked awesome. Hats off, Harryhausen, but you were thinking of putting all your weight in Paul Christian? The dude can't act. You would have been better off sending Gilbert Gottfried back in time and let him yell obscenities at The Beast for 90 minutes. I mean, name one movie, one movie where Paul Christian was entertaining. Don't worry, I'll wait. It doesn't freaking exist! Thank God Eugene Laurie learned from his mistake and chose a better cast for the giant behemoth and old Mama Wiggly ears. A better soundtrack could have helped. The Huff could have fixed it. The Huff? Frank, this movie came out in 1953. The the hall oh, never mind. Okay, we saved the worst for last. A 2016 trash heap called The Monster. Eh, real freaking original. Directed by Brian Bertino, who made the amazing 2008 film The Strangers. A mother, played by Zoe Kazan, and her daughter are stranded on a road in the middle of nowhere when their car breaks down. The rest of the film is thrown between their survival as a monster lurks right outside and flashbacks of her being a bad mom and why they're in the car in the first place. I'll go first. This movie sucked. I give it a two. When you're watching a monster movie, you're there for the monster. This monster looks amazing, but is left in the dark almost the entire film. When it's seen its glory, it's short, and you're left wanting more. No explanation of where this monster came from, what it is, why it's there, what it's likes, its dislikes, its turn-ons, its turn-offs, nothing. Instead, more time is spent on human drama. That only pisses you off in the first place. Zoe Kazan's character is a terrible person, and you're just begging for her to get eaten. I won't spoil it, but let's say you may get your wish. <laughs> However, it took over an hour of this crap to get to the good stuff. I felt like I was listening to my 8th grade English teacher ramble on and freaking on until the bell finally rang that school was over. I hated this. Wow. You really didn't like this movie, did you? Not at all. And I think Sludge wasted an episode picking this trash heap. That moron. Hated it so much that I'm ready to be done with this. Let's rate these films. Okay, here on the Stompy and Frank show, we rate things a little different. Still a scale of five. But because I love my little brother so much, I let him choose the rating scale. So, we're rating on Hoffs. Yes, because of David Hasselhoff. Don't don't ask. It's the perfect rating scale. You're the perfect rating scale. We gave 20 million miles to Earth a collective four out of five Hoffs. Despite Hooper's brick acting, the story and special effects were absolutely awesome. Without a doubt, some of, if not Harryhausen's best work. Plus, 
Frank found this movie somehow very sad and moving. Whatever. I mean, he was crying, so that was pretty great. <laughs> I cried. Yeah. You sissy. Okay, moving on. The Beast from 20,000 Fathoms. It got a collective three out of five hoffs. It would have gotten worse because Paul Christian sucks. Kenneth Toby was underused, and the giant behemoth is way better. But this movie somehow scared the crap out of Frank to the point he ran out of his house to the 7-Eleven, bought a slushy, and came back and watched the ending of Elf. That slushy was so good, but that dinosaur was really scary. <sighs> and for the final film, The Monster. We gave this a collective four out of five. Wait, what? Four out of five? How in the world did we rate this crap fest so high when I know I gave it a two? Frank, what did you do? I gave it a five. What? Why did you give this piece of crap a five? Because, Stompy, the core part of this movie left the viewer pondering the bigger question. Who is the real monster? While the monster lingering in the woods outside of the car represents the monsters we deal with on the outside, like in our daily lives and interactions with others, what happened inside the car, between the mother and daughter, made us, as the viewer, confront the personal monster inside us all. We all face our own monsters, whether it's anger, bad choices, or whatever thing that shapes us. Which monster truly causes more damage, or does more harm? The monster inside, or the monster outside? What happens when those monsters collide? What the...